Hi, everyone. Welcome back to <laughs> Couch Critics. I'm Dakota. I'm Cosmic. <laughs> and today's episode is going to be called Fan Service. So the topic of today is going to be all about fan interactions, things that have happened with fans, just everything under the sun that has to do with being a sex worker and having fans. Um, yes. And not to keep bulldozing you already, but I wanted to say no. that one time oh – gosh, I'm so sorry. I have a cat and it's she okay. loves cheese and I have cheese. Um <laughs> But I wanted to say that one time I did like a Q&A or I was like live on Instagram and mm -hmm. I kept calling the people that are like following me on Instagram, my fans, and they got really, really mad by it. Really? Yeah. They got super mad. They're like, we're not fans. And I was like, oh my goodness. And that's always stuck with me. Okay. Well, now I'm concerned because I feel like, okay, actually let's pause here. So that's going to be the topic of today. But first, I just want to check in and I don't know, Dakota, how are you since you got home and left me? I am so sad. I had to manic clean all yesterday to, you know, <laughs> deal with the pain. <laughs> it oh. felt really surreal. And you know what? It was super sad. So you dropped me off and we're like driving away and I looked back and you didn't look at me and I thought <gasps> we were going to have like a movie moment, but we didn't. So, Okay, Bestie. You know me. You know that I probably would have gotten to a car accident. I already <laughs> suck enough at driving. Like, I had to focus. <laughs> okay, true. True. I've honestly never been so scared in a car. Oh, my God. Fear so bad. I need help. Yeah. I really do. Okay. But where I grew up was completely different roads. Like, there was, like, one-lane roads. There wasn't spot – there wasn't stoplights. There wasn't – freeways merging like i am like still learning i guess it's so funny because i learned to drive like i mean i i learned to first drive in north dakota so i'm used to like the terrible snow and everything like that and just trash weather and then i did the majority of like my driving life in california so like in san francisco so oh I'm my like, god I got it down to like a science like so it's so funny seeing like you get so scared on like a two-lane road i'm like it's, it's gonna be okay <laughs> california has some really scary roads i feel like when i was there last all i was thinking about was thank god i'm not driving mm -hmm. it's really scary i refuse to drive in la but san francisco i can do uh, yeah i really am sorry for what a bad driver i am i really am <laughs> i got like secondhand stress being in that car <laughs> I was about to be like, can you just pull over? I'll get, I'll get us there. Oh my god, I would love that. In the future, can you just drive? Mm hmm. I'm done. Anytime I don't, anytime I don't have to drive, I'm so much happier. Mm hmm. Yeah, because then you kept being like, okay, it's so funny because, I mean, <laughs> you were like driving to the airport, but you needed directions to the airport. But I'm like, how many times has this woman been to the airport where she yeah, lives? I we were going like a weird back way like mm -hmm. it was taking me a weird back way so i'm like where the fuck are we but normally i wouldn't need directions that's why it was so difficult and i was like yeah, so yeah and you kept looking at your phone and it was terrifying me i was like i can't do this right now like i just have to close my eyes and just pray we get there in one piece i after this i literally need to just rebuy my mount for my 
for my car because I really feel like that is – I told my fiancé, I was like, I almost got into like 10 car accidents because my mouth broke. <laughs> it's real though because I keep having to like look down. It's so bad. This is really exposing me and so – but it's it, – this is the truth. Is I'm the worst life. driver. This is real life. Yeah. Um, not to humble flex again, but this is my one – you know how everyone always asks like, what's your hidden talent, whatever? <clears throat> so mm-hmm. my hidden talent, this is the only one. Is that if I go somewhere once, like if I use a GPS to go somewhere once, I know how to get there forever. No way. Yeah, I never use a GPS. I'm like in like not – what is it? Like I'm just really good at directions. Like I know where I am at all times. It's really cool. Like I'm so impressed. I didn't know it was a hidden talent until everyone I got in the car with was like using a GPS. I'm like, I know how to get there. Why are you using a GPS? And now – okay. I get insulted if someone tries to pull up a G- GPS when I'm driving. I'm like, I don't need that. Don't you dare do that to me right now. Okay. So do you – is it the landmarks that help you or is it street signs? Like which – how do you know? Like how do you keep track of all that? I think that I just have like a mental map in my head of just like where I am at all times. Like there's literally like a, a map in my head. Oh like, my god. I feel like I have almost photographic memory in that way where I can see like okay. a specific like Chevron gas station. I'm like, I know exactly where that is. Okay. Damn. That is such a flex. I'm honestly, I love it's that. It's my so only real. one. <laughs> it's my only one. Everything else I'm fucked, but that's no, it. No, that's so funny. Yeah. Well, okay. I don't even know. Honestly, I've just been like manic as well since you left me. Um, I slept so good though, because I finally could like relax. Um, This is just, I'm going to out myself again. I'm exposing myself (laughs) hardcore, but um, I really struggled to sleep in Airbnbs. And so um, yeah, it was hard to sleep because I was scared. So I finally Mm -hmm. slept good when I got home. (laughs) Can I expose you for what you do every time we sleep next to each other? This is so fucking embarrassing, but yes. Just the one, but what, just the one part. So if anyone wants to know what it's like to have a sleepover with uh, Cosmic, she grabs a kitchen knife and leaves it on the nightstand every single night. And I, I have to face my fear because I don't know why. And this, everyone always asks about my dagger tattoo and why I have a dagger tattoo. This is literally the reason. It's such a stupid reason. But I'm deadly terrified of knives. Like, I don't know why, but every time I hate, I'm like so scared I'm going to like accidentally like slice myself (gasps) open or something. So I face my fear. I wish I knew this. Well, I knew you were scared and I was like, her comfort is more important than me like accidentally stabbing myself. (laughs) Holy shit. So, but yeah, so I have a deadly fear of knives. But anyways- she keeps a knife on the nightstand every single night. And, like, I have this irrational fear that you're just going to, like, sleepwalk, wake up, and, like, grab it and, like, stab me. I've never slept walk walked once in my life just I to ease your memories. Okay. Oh. I have done you it sleepwalk? once. you sleepwalk? I've done it once. What do you mean? To like, my knowledge. I guess I got up and I had, like, like a whole conversation with my dad. Oh, were your eyes open? Mm-hmm. He thought I was awake. And I was oh like, I don't God. remember that at all. That's so creepy. I do just have to say a very funny memory is like the first collab we did together and you had already fallen asleep and I had not gotten a knife yet. And th- honest, that was not really a thing till that collab for some reason. And mm-hmm. so you were asleep and sleeping soundly like a perfect little angel. And I went to grab a knife and I come back in the room and I'm just like, Dakota, okay, don't freak out, but I have a knife. Okay. Like, and I just feel like I had to tell you, cause what if you woke up and there's a fucking <laughs> knife on the nightstand? Like you would have freaked out. I would have. <laughs> Because knives scare me so much. 
Oh, I do have to tell you. So since we're like on the topic of sleeping, I remembered this last night. So the day before, <laughs> I, the night I – I think it was Friday – uh, I went to bed at like one in the morning, even though I had to wake up at three. Love that for me. Um, to go see you. Oh my god! I right before I went to bed, I think my partner and I were just like laying in bed doing something, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I heard a, a. It was like someone was underneath my bed. Sorry to scare you, what but the it was fuck? like someone was underneath my bed, and they said, they said something like, "You just need to wait." And I was like to my partner i was like did you hear that and they were like yeah i thought that was you and i was like no what? why would that be me and it was like crystal clear and i was like oh my gosh and you know what really upsets me is that they didn't get scared me i'm terrified i'm like why is there it was a female voice too so i was like why did i just hear a crystal clear just wait like underneath my bed damn near because it was slightly I'm muffled so but it was still like crystal clear and i'm i got oh so scared God. And anyways, that all being said, I just bought a ring doorbell yesterday. Once yes! I remembered that. I'm so excited <laughs> for you. <laughs> Honestly, ring ring changed my life. I love it. Not sponsored, but I love ring. Should be. I'm excited. Like, for I, you. I need it. So yeah. Yay. Yeah. Well, that's basically just the check-in. I feel like we both have been kind of like struggling a little bit without each other. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why we're it's here, been, I guess. It's been tough. We literally we haven't seen each other for what, not even a full twenty four hours, and we're like, we need to do another episode. Yeah. Well, seriously, it did. It does inspire me a lot, like to be around you, and so it did. It definitely. I was like, let's do another episode right now. I guess to kind of lead into our topic. Um, ever since we saw each other, I've been getting a lot of messages, like really speaking to our chemistry, and I wanted to tell you about that, like. <gasps> I got no like two way. paragraphs from uh, fans being like, you and Cosmic are like the cutest little duo. <gasps> like your chemistry is so amazing. And it, it just oh it was so sweet to, to read. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, because we feel it, but it's another thing for people to really see it. And that just made me super happy. It's so true. It, and it makes me so happy too. It's actually what my fiance said actually like right when he got home was – your guys' chemistry is amazing, and that's in person too. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that makes me so happy that it translates. I don't know to fans because chemistry mm-hmm. is one of those things you cannot fake. You can be really good friends with someone and be comfortable with each other, and I swear there can still be no chemistry on camera for whatever reason. And so mm-hmm. it just makes me really happy that we have that. Like, seriously, I was. I'm just happy that it, like it's also because it. It's like a friendship that benefits in two ways. Like you help Mm -hmm. me so much mentally, but then you also help me so much like in the the business aspect as well. And I love that we have that because it's like – I seriously – like we're the power couple. Like I seriously feel like that. (laughs) Literally, it goes both ways, Dakota. Like you inspire me so much. You really do. You're so creative um, in so many ways that I'm just not – and you open my mind like every – I feel like every time we talk or work together. And so it goes both ways for me too. Like, oh, my heart. I'm with you. That, that makes <laughs> me so am. happy. Okay. Let's not okay. eat each other's asses too much this podcast episode. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I would like to know your first memorable fan interaction. Oh, my God. Memorable. 
That could be so many different things. That could be a, a bad memory. That could be a good memory. That's, oh my gosh. Okay, we'll go good than bad. Okay. Well, I mean, the first good one was my now fiance. He was my first fan that bought a custom. So he was definitely the first good one. Ugh. Sorry. We're so, we're so annoying with our like easy <laughs> love, love story. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. We'll, we'll get more into that later into the episode, I feel. But mm-hmm. I would say other than that, like, do you remember besides your fiance, what was your first custom? Mm-hmm. Do you remember your first custom? Um, so not including his custom because it was his custom. Um, but I can probably think of the next one. I think it was just like a, a stinky sock one. Um, and then I like resold it. It was only like three minutes long because I was so mm-hmm. embarrassed and I didn't know what to do. And so I was like, oh my gosh, those early videos are so embarrassing. <laughs> uh, do you delete all your old videos? Like immediately <laughs> should i i feel like maybe i should do that too it's yeah, so it's, embarrassing it's really healing to just go back and see how far you just say come. yeah like that that girl who is she now yeah, um i don't know but her. Yeah, i feel i feel like my relationship with fans in the very beginning was very kind of confusing because i didn't understand what it was it was very much you know no boundaries like um that kind of thing. But I definitely had some bad experiences right off the bat. Like, I don't think I've ever talked about this, but I fully trusted this guy that I had just met, gave him multiple FaceTime sessions or Skype sessions, probably like 50 to 100 pictures that he asked specific customs. And he kept saying, I promise I'll pay you, I'll pay you. And he didn't. And that was the first tough learn. We all kind of, it's a canon event. I feel like we all have to go through that. Yeah. If you don't get scammed uh, in the beginning, that you're not really, you're not really. Yeah. You're you're not going to make it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that was definitely like the first bad experience. And then there was just like a lot of, obviously, you know, you go, you, you know, you go through it. I want, okay. I want to know about your first experience with a fan. So. I actually vividly remember my first custom ever, and please don't cancel me. I was <gasps> just a baby. Oh, I was freshly, I was freshly eighteen, and I didn't know anything. Uh, my first custom was a photo set, and it was, gosh, this haunts me. It was a toe tag pictures. So for no people way. that don't know what a toe tag is, um, toe tag is uh, what after you pass away, you get a toe tag in the morgue. Um, and, uh, yeah, I took pictures of that and I remember I made the toe tag out of a hair tie and like a post-it note. Um, oh yeah. my God, Dakota. Don't okay, come so after this me. is my, I didn't know. I had no idea. No, I understand. <laughs> I, I just don't understand the toe tag thing. Like, do you think it's that they want us to be dead? Like, that's what I don't understand. <laughs> I think they do want us to be dead. Yeah. Okay. Well, no. <laughs> I mean, what else would no. it be? Like, you wouldn't be alive and have a toe tag. Okay, fair. So then, yeah. So I know I don't like that at all. That is so scary. Yeah, and it, they're probably out there somewhere. Um, <laughs> watching I, this, <laughs> no, the pictures are probably gonna come haunt me. One of these days, they're gonna be like, yes. they're gonna be like, they're gonna hear this and then be like, that was your first custom. Here, here they are. Um, and then my second custom ever, I did it right after the toe tag pictures. 
I made a self-worship and I think I mentioned it in our first episode where I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I had my guy friend help me. Um, Gosh, if you bought that, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Anyone who bought any of the early content, I feel like is such a real one. I also didn't know that you could like pre-make videos. So every single video like was fresh and Mm -hmm. filmed. So even if like someone wanted like a five minute self-worship and then after that wanted like a different five self-worship I would just remake it every time so you were getting exclusives in the very beginning but I also feel like that was a different time because I know the time you started and I I think that was it was either before OnlyFans or right before OnlyFans so there really was like I everything that I made it was also just custom 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 and Mm -hmm. it's crazy how much the industry has changed that's a whole other episode honestly because it's wild write that down literally i'm writing that down because it is so yeah because i remember yeah like basically your income directly related to how many customs you could like pump out in a day and now like i haven't opened up for customs in like a month or two so that's so inspiring that's so inspiring (laughs) i want to be on that level (laughs) oh my gosh okay so yeah you made some questionable decisions so in the beginning i of like doing all of this like I don't know. I don't like without exposing too much about like my personal life. Like I just went through a mm-hmm. lot and I had a lot of, and I used to overshare a lot. So if you were there in the beginning, like, you know what the fuck was going on. Um, but I just really needed like a friend and I connected with one, uh, fan who's still in the community and they were, they're young and like, I think it was just similar age, similar interests. And Mm -hmm. we just like at the time too, like I didn't understand boundaries at all, like kind of similar to your like free FaceTimes and all that. Like Mm -hmm. um, I just didn't understand that there's like, you got to have some boundaries and we like, yeah, we became super close. Like there was a point where I considered him my best friend. Oh my gosh. And did that, I mean, I feel like that would just get difficult. I mean, that's the thing is this is such a personal thing in so many ways. I mean, it, this is a sexual thing, which is personal. It's intimate. And so to mix in, yeah, friendships and getting close. I mean, honestly, I feel like if you didn't have boundaries, I would fall in love, I feel like, with like everyone for different reasons. Because every human, in my opinion, has something that's worth, like, I don't know, getting to know. And so, like, we do have to have boundaries, Holy shit. A hundred percent. Like I think that's what I've learned in like the past years to have boundaries to like, you know, like that you can still have friends in this community and be friends with fans, but there's like just a fine line and like a difference in the friendships of like how like I would consider you my best friend, but I would consider like a fan, like a different type of friend. Hopefully mm-hmm. that makes sense. It it does. And I kind of feel bad that there's like, you know, um, people were saying they didn't like the term fan because I don't know what else to call them. I mean, I, I think I've said friends before, meaning friends merged into fans. But I think we should mm-hmm. also be clear that there is a difference, you know, I th- there can't not be. There's an exchange of money. There's an exchange of power. There's power dynamics here. Um, so that and would then, be really tough, I feel. A hundred percent. And I feel like that kind of gets into a deeper conversation of, you know, there's sometimes like, there's kind of like an unspoken like rule where like, you're just a 
a fan slash friend online and it can never be more than that. And Mm -hmm. I think that sometimes, you know, when you get so close to your creator, you might start to think otherwise and that you will meet Mm -hmm. them in person and that you will, you know, you know, become like real life (laughs) friends. I'm trying to like think about how to like put it, but And like that can be really dangerous because if that Mm -hmm. idea gets into the wrong head, like that's how you get stalkers. That's how you get like, you know, crazy people that become obsessed with you. Not saying that's happened to me. It would never. Mm -hmm. Um, But, um, you know, just, I don't know, like it can create kind of a toxic dynamic. And then ultimately that could like also ruin the friendship because, you know, as like the creator, you don't want to be like, okay, well that that's never going to happen because then that hurts their feelings and it's kind of mm-hmm. just, it has to be an unspoken thing between you two. Yes, I totally agree. And it is tough because to say that it, it it's the obvious, but sometimes we do need to say that, that, Hey, there is a dynamic here that is going to set us up, you know, for a lot of difficult things here. Um, and it's, it's so tough because gosh, there's so many genuine connections. I know you have, a favorite fan, maybe two or three. I have some favorite fans, two or three. And it's so tough because I adore them and they are, they mean so much to me, but at the same time, there needs to be boundaries there. And honestly, if we want to get into it, like if my fiance was a sex worker, that would be really difficult for me if he was bonding with all these girls, the way I sometimes do bond with my fans. So it's, there's a lot of different layers there, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, And then also if, if someone who is like, let's say your partner is consuming porn, to me, that is different than connecting with OnlyFans girls on the level that we get connected with sometimes. That to me, that get dips into emotional territory, Cheating. which yeah. I get jealous. Yeah. Yeah. So it's tough. It is really difficult. And I would say like, and that's what I mean by like recently I've learned like how to create those boundaries because for the longest time I didn't know or I just didn't realize that there was certain dynamics at play and that those dynamics and those boundaries Mm -hmm. need to be established not only for my safety, but also just for the respect of like Mm -hmm. partners that, you know, I have Mm -hmm. like. I will say when I was younger, I didn't really like think about that. And I probably got way too emotionally involved in the friendships that I did have with fans. And like looking back, it's like, ooh, that's wrong because I had like a a boyfriend at the time. And now I've grown a lot to be like, okay, like Mm. let's not trauma dump with like a fan or like get too (laughs) emotionally involved. Because like recently there was a situation that I told a fan um, and then like, Mm -hmm. I, I got upset upset because of his reaction to it. And I was like, whoa, I shouldn't be getting this involved with like they're mm, their own person. With his reaction. Yeah. I was like, I need to take a chill yeah. pill. Like this is not okay. Like at the end of the day, they're mm-hmm. still a fan of mine and like I shouldn't care their reaction mm-hmm. to it, you know? And uh, honestly, I shouldn't even but- told them like the drama. But there lies there lies the paradox of it is like we are real people. This is really our life. We experience things and we do want to share them sometimes with people who are in the community and who understand. I I do agree that it is it gets really messy when certain people tell fans 
things that are happening in the community that would ruin the opinion of other models. I think that definitely is messy, but a lot of girls decide to do that. And it's just like, I understand on a human level, even if I might disagree with it. Um, I understand mm -hmm. on a human level, human level being like, they understand my partner. They're not in the folk community. They don't understand. Yeah. These, these fans understand the dynamics, but I think honestly, the fan and model dynamics is always set to be paradoxical. We are mm -hmm. sharing so much of ourselves. We are, you know, especially models like you and I, who literally just put it all out there and people want to connect with that. And then we connect with them. But then again, we do need to have boundaries and keep ourselves safe and keep the, keep the relationship expectations like, you know, clear. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's hard to do that too, because naturally like just in a friendship or in a conversation, when are you being like, yeah. So just so you know, like you don't get to ask those questions or like, just so you know, these are the boundaries. Like that doesn't come up naturally. And no. those difficult conversations can be so hard to like have. And it can also mm -hmm. scare people off, even though it's yeah. just the truth. And it's difficult. I think when we do that, so I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there, the name thing. Like if we're having a deep conversation and you're a fan and you ask my name and I say, hey, I'm not sharing my name. It we should not have to worry about this, but we're worried, oh, that's going to ruin the fantasy. That's going to ruin the, you know, but that's the truth. I would, you know, no, I'm not sharing my name. I'm not sharing where I live. Like, you know, there's certain things that we do not want to share and it, it does. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't totally come natural to, to have both of those things at once, have a very close relationship and also kind of be scared again and not wanting to share certain things. Yeah. I feel like that's a big, that's a big part of our job is like trying to navigate such a difficult dynamic with fans because like we like to be super open, but then also mm -hmm. we're scared of being too open and we have to create certain boundaries with people. Um, and I think that maybe because we're so open, people just automatically assume they know everything about us. And mm -hmm. that can also just be scary in itself because then people assume, oh, well, I know everything about you. So you're going to, you're going to, you know, we're going to be close now and I can ask yep. whatever I want. And it's like, no, I still have boundaries. Like you're not going to know my social security number respectfully. Um, <laughs> Shocker. Yeah, I know. It's surprise, so surprise. Uh, but I was going to say that like, um, even now, like I notice, like a, there's a lot of faceless sex workers out there, and I notice that they get a lot of like, mm -hmm. oh, we're close, so like you're gonna show me your face, right? Like I can't even imagine like having uh, to deal with that too. Like I've seen that a lot. I was just gonna say, so you're saying the fans are literally saying we are so close now. So are you gonna show me your face? Like they're having the expectation. Yeah, and it's like maybe just a blanket statement. Let's just not have expectations for anybody. Not even like in the the sex work community just like in general you're gonna in get your feelings hurt every time yeah. yeah the more i have expectations of either my parents or a friend and mm -hmm. it's unspoken expectation that shit always hurts my feelings so like let's yeah. just let expectations go seriously and just meet people where they are you know they will show <laughs> up we will share things that we're comfortable sharing i'm always down for questions i love when people ask but i'll tell you if i don't want to tell you and you know if you can respect my boundaries, then like everything's going to be good. Um, but I do think it's one of those things that there's not an easy answer to because my next question for you was going to be, how do you think you found that balance between, you know, having boundaries with fans, having also genuine relationships with your fans? 
gosh, I don't even know. I again, I feel like I'm still really learning that and I'm learning it as friendships develop. I think that it's having a lot of conversations with myself and mm-hmm. knowing that there's like discovering what sides of me I don't want to show on yeah. the internet and show to other people. Cause I think you kind of have to go into like a fan friendship with thinking like, Oh, this could get out. Am I okay with like this information getting out? Cause you never know. And you mm-hmm. can never fully trust somebody online. I feel like as much as you'd like to. Yeah. Um, I didn't even think about that, that the stuff that you're sharing with this fan could possibly get out to other. Yeah. I didn't think of that. Yeah. And I, I seriously had an experience. Um, and I only had to think about that because it literally happened to me where I was like, I think it was like two years ago. I like got way too close with the fan and I was just bitching mm-hmm. about something that like didn't even matter, but they took my words okay. and twisted them and then told another model that in order to gain oh trust gosh. with that model. And oh my gosh, I was like, Oh fuck. Like I didn't want that to get out. Like that was that was between me and like my personal life. And I shared that with somebody that I thought I trusted. And, um, so now I kind of have to, that was probably, yeah, that was my learning, that was my learning moment right there of knowing, um, how do you do it? How do you like, when, when was your moment of like knowing that (sighs) you had to have boundaries with people? Um, I mean, it was obviously after I started dating a fan, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the boundaries the boundaries came way after that um okay okay real quick sorry to cut you off i no, no, no. i feel like you say it in such a way that it like almost devalues like how you set your boundaries like i feel like you should just explain the fact that your fiance was your first fan ever and the first person that ever yeah. ordered custom because like I feel like that kind of creates like an idea because even now I know you get questions and me too of like, would you ever see yourself dating a fan? But like he, you didn't even know what you were doing at the time. I did not. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I will. That's a, that's a really good point. Thank you. That's a really good point, Diane. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, Thank you so much. (laughs) No, but, but seriously, I, I feel like I've said it so many times that I assume everyone knows but they don't. So basically, yeah, my now fiance, we got engaged um, in August. Uh, he was my first. Thank you. I should have worn my fucking ring. What was I thinking? I still need no. to get resized. But um, anyways, um, so he, yeah, he was the first fan that I really connected with. He bought a custom um, that was the worst custom I've ever made by a fucking long shot. I do not was know. was ever, right? Yes, but it was so bad. It was a JOI. I didn't know how to do JOIs. I remember like Googling JOI, how to, and it was, <laughs> it was how. so fucking, yes. And yeah, I wish there, we should make a wiki how for how to do a JOI. <laughs> but honestly, I need that because sometimes I'd be forgetting. Yeah. Did you know what a JOI was? Like, fuck no. I hopped on Pornhub yeah. and I was like, what is this? Yeah. And Pornhub's so, no yeah. help. No, it was not any help. Exactly. I was like, <laughs> okay, well, let's just press record, see how this goes. And I ended up just like, yeah, not doing a JY. Um, but yeah, honestly, we had like really good conversations before he even got the custom. He just got pictures. And um, I was so like, yeah, I don't know. I was like, I'm so shy. I don't know. But I was still like being very open with him and telling him all this like personal, not personal stuff, but we were just having like very deep conversations about, honestly, I don't even remember what it was, but I just remember 
feeling very connected to him, like right off the bat, as weird as that sounds. Um, mm-hmm. I just felt like very drawn to like his his Reddit username at the time, the way he spoke. <laughs> the, the, I know it sounds so dumb, but that is... I still like, I know, but I still, his username, I'm obviously not going to share it, but his username like has a Pavlov's dog effect on me still where I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh, he's very, but I mean, the, at the same time, the way he was talking, he was extremely intelligent. I, like I, there was definitely something there that we were both connecting on. Um, and yeah, he was very emotionally intelligent. And then he was also like, you know, intelligent in other ways. And so, yeah, we were just like totally connecting and vibing off of that as weird as it was, even though he was like trying to buy customs, we were having like a deep conversation. Um, and then anyway, so yeah, he bought the JY. It was fucking terrible. But he's like, that was like amazing. And then he actually asked if I had a um, a premium snap at the time was basically what OnlyFans is now. Yeah. Like, so yeah, he's like, do you have a I honestly snap? never understood the idea of a premium snap to this day. I don't get it. But so he asked you about the premiums. Yeah, I, I really think it's just what OnlyFans is now. There wasn't that before. Yeah. So it's just a way to see us every day, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not know how to set up a premium snap or anything. <laughs> so actually at the time, I just made a, a kick username. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'll just like text you throughout the day and like send you pictures. And like, this is gonna, this is not gonna cross like any emotional boundaries at all. We're just gonna talk all day. Um, <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> very quickly, Hindsight again, we bonded more. 2020. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we, we bonded a lot more just from that time. Um, and like sending pictures and stuff. I don't know. And then I started to be like, Oh fuck, I'm in trouble when like, I was like really getting excited and I got butterflies. I still didn't know what he looked like. I didn't know his job. I didn't know anything about him. So, um, it was weird, but honestly, I'm, I've always been someone who connects emotionally first. So mm-hmm. I wasn't even upset that I didn't know any of that. I was just loving the energy that he was bringing into my life. I was loving how I, I just was loving everything. Yeah, um, he's such a positive light. Like he does have yeah. an energy about him after meeting him. I'm like, I get it. Like he's Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. And I've said this like multiple times through the past like three days now, but he literally is just like <laughs> a tree that like became alive. Like the most calm <laughs> like energy about yes. him. And he's he's really like, tall too, rooted. so he fits the the tree narrative. But yeah, he's very he grounded. He's very calm. Mm-hmm. Like he I totally understand how you could like feel that through texting mm-hmm. and like be, yes. be like, "Oh my gosh, like this is what I need right now because of everything else, yeah. you know?" Mm-hmm. And I'm such a I'm the opposite of like a rooted person sometimes I feel. Like I'm so out there that our energies really balance each other out for sure. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so we started to fall for each other and I I forget who said it first. I think it was probably me cuz he was he he honestly was like yeah, like what are you going to think? Maybe this girl is just lying or trying to get more sales or whatever and I was like no, like <laughs> I'm legit fucking falling for you, dude. Like I don't know what to do. Uh-huh. Yeah, so then we exchanged Snapchats and then that was all she wrote because then we were videoing and yeah, it was fucking like over. FaceTiming. That. So like how long did you guys talk on Kick before you moved over to Snapchat? I think it was like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, and two weeks is a long time when you're talking all the time. All like, day, 24 hours. All day, yeah. Um, and I don't know, it was, it was honestly amazing and he and I – when I met him, it's so weird because I thought, you know, I'm flying across the country to meet this guy that I've never met. I could end up in the back of a trunk. Like, who knows how this is going to work? But when I met him, it was literally the exact energy that I was so drawn to. It Like, that was him. And that's mm-hmm. why I firmly believe that, like, even people like you that I feel have felt connected to online 
it's the same when I've met you. And it that's mm-hmm. exactly how it was for him. Like we had such a, yeah, such a crazy connection. And when I met him, I'm like, holy fucking shit. We actually like literally our plan was we we're going to like go get coffee. Like I booked a hotel room and I was like, yeah, we're going to like totally just meet, have coffee and then like separate. Mm-hmm. And he picked me up from the airport. And I just remember like he put his hand and he has like big hands and I have like a hand fetish. He put his like hand on my thigh. <laughs> And his energy was exactly that safe, warm, amazing kind of energy that I had felt. And like, literally, I was like, yeah, I'm not staying in a fucking hotel. Like, are you fucking, like I'm I'm home. Like, that's literally I'm all here. I felt. Game. I'm here. <laughs> and, and it like, that was it. Um. So how long did you guys talk on Snapchat before you eventually went and saw him for the first time? Oh, gosh. It was, I think, a month. Oh, my goodness. You know what? When you know, you, you know. That's, do you think that's... Oh, like that was fast for me. Okay, but here's honestly, how- I'm judging, but like I literally, okay. is, I'm outing myself. But anytime I met someone okay. on Tinder, I give it like a week, and then I'm like, let's go, and then I'm seeing them in person. Okay, so, see. so I think exactly it felt long for me, but at the time, I really didn't have um like enough money to go, so I had to save up. But also, mm-hmm. I it started to get to the point where I was like, this is like if 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 this is not real in person, I'm fucked. I'm gonna be heartbroken because I literally fell in love with him. So. Mm-hmm without even meeting him. So I, it got to that point, like, yeah, it's fast, but it felt so long for us and it felt so long for me. And I was like, I need to see if this is real. Cause if it's not, I'm going to like need to recuperate for like, you know, a long time. Cause I'm going to have my heart broken. Cause it's so real to me. Yeah. And when you know, you know, seriously, like, I mean, people get engaged after like a day. So. And see, and yeah, we had a very long, yeah, we had a very long <laughs> engagement. So. Yeah. Yeah, so I I don't even know what my initial question was anymore, but I don't know I just, either. I don't know because I think we get a lot of questions like, would you ever date a fan, marry a fan, like all that, and we do get a lot of marriage proposals. I would say, um, yeah, and so yeah. I think that it's important. At least people know that you were. It was your first day being like on yes. Reddit selling, yeah, you know, foot stuff. <laughs> like that was your first day, and like. I feel like I'm not saying it won't happen to other fans, you know, say you really connect with a model that's really established. Um, mm-hmm. But I would say that it's extremely rare and your story is a bit have- different than yeah. than the typical like, oh, uh, met a fan after working in the community for like three years and then fell in right. love. Your story is a bit yeah. different than that. And I think I think it's just important to establish that because I-, I think – because I think people can get in their heads about it and be like, oh, well, if it happened to Cosmic and a fan, like it's it's going to happen to me and Dakota Fade. Like, no. I know. You know, it's actually – that's exactly why. So I didn't tell people for a while. And I actually remember like one of my first collabs. So I think it was my first collab. I was like really scared to tell that model because she was very well established. Like I really looked up to her and I thought I was going to be very looked down upon. And mm-hmm. she was very supportive, you know? And so then I was like, oh, okay, I guess people like won't, because that's, that was my thought is that I didn't want to share that. And then people think, oh, that's how it's going to happen for every single model, for every single fan. Like w- that's the exception. Like that is not the rule. That is yeah. and also, that was a very dangerous situation. Like I put myself in that could have worked out literally with me in a trunk. Like that's yeah, not a joke. I mean bags. that. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at least for me, I wanted to correct that narrative, but I'm not saying yeah. write it off entirely because it, it can definitely happen to anybody, you know. Um, but 
I would agree, like kind of against the grain, but it, that I think that's what makes your guys' story so beautiful is the way that everything <laughs> lined up and yeah. so cute. It's so wholesome, as funny as it, it is, like from an outside so perspective, funny. like really, you guys met on Reddit, <laughs> like woo, okay. But like to me, it's so, it's so sweet and oh, it makes me you. so happy to hear. So yeah. It's crazy. I actually think your initial question was how did I find the balance? And I joked that. I couldn't, I didn't find the balance. I yeah. obviously came at him. So I would say, um, sorry, let me move. I don't want it to be loud. Um, so I think how I found the balance was obviously I went, I had absolutely no balance for a very long time. And then, um, when him and I moved in together, I think that's After really long. what motivated I'm, I'm all so, interested. I'm like, so what's the normal time frame for this stuff? I know. What is the normal time frame? Honestly, I, I think it was like, it was like a year that we moved in together. That's pretty um, good. I thought that was pretty standard. Yeah, and, but I did move closer to him. Again, like, like lesbians move in together after like two weeks. So <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, I love it. I love to move fast. Um, but anyways, so yeah, so we. What was I saying? So once we moved in together, I think I like felt like I my boundaries started to like be more apparent. Cause when I, he wasn't with me ever, I was always on my phone. I was always, you know, doing work stuff and texting fans and all this mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And then when he was with me all the time, it, my life shifted and I felt like I wanted to spend more time obviously just with him. And so that's really when my boundaries started. And it mm -hmm. really started when I started doing office hours is what I call them. So it's really like, I don't get on social media before I would say like 7am and I try and try to get off by like 7pm. Um, so that still gives me all day, but I just try not to like wake up in the morning first thing or be on till like late at night. Um, mm -hmm. So I feel like honestly, the office hours helped me keep my balance really well. Um, yeah, because otherwise I feel like I just stayed online forever. <laughs> yeah, I totally understand that. And I don't have a healthy balance. Some days I'm on it 24-7. Some days I don't even look at that Instagram app. Um, so <laughs> I would say, like, now that you've kind of been more open about the fact that your fiancé is was originally a fan, do you get a lot of questions about that or people, like, coming to you about, like, fans dating models like i don't know i feel like that would kind of open up a whole different conversation um definitely i think a lot of my fans at least are want to hear the story because it makes them feel like like you were saying like it could happen to them and i totally understand because to be clear that was his like he can't believe that happened to him he's still like in denial that that is what his life like that that's how he met me that's going to be his wife like it, it blows his mind just as much as it blows my mind and it blows my fans mind. So mm -hmm. of course they want to hear about it, talk about it. Um, and they've, they've asked before. Yeah. Like what drew you to him and stuff. And it's, yeah, it's just, he was just genuine. I would honestly, say that also, yeah, for sure. And that's what I was going to say. Like he kind of like hit every nail on the head with how to speak to you um, to form that genuine connection. Cause I feel like for me, like, someone will randomly message me and be like, let's get married. I'm like, whoa. Right. Like he, he didn't come out the woodwork being no. like, we're going to date. We're going to, he didn't come in with those expectations. He came yeah. in with wanting to meet you as well, like who you are. Well, one, he wanted to buy a custom and then, you know, he was more <laughs> interested about your personality afterwards, you know? Yeah. And I feel like he did everything 
like everything lined up so perfectly for it to naturally take that progression. And, you know, I don't want to get anyone's hopes up and be like, you could hit every nail on the head and still not get in a relationship with that model because you might not know that they might be in a relationship. I feel like a lot of girls are quiet about that, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like they want to keep that fantasy alive, which I, Mm -hmm. I respect that too. I've just always wanted to be clear with my experience. I don't know. And I've just always wanted to keep it clear. I love playing pretend your girlfriend, but I am engaged, you know? Yeah. Uh, I did want to say real quick. Um, so he, the reason he stood out initially was literally because he was like the one message I got on Reddit who literally just said, what are your custom prices? Everyone else was trying to marry me, was trying. And I lo- I was like, how respectful. He literally just asked me for my prices. Right to the point. Like, <laughs> I, I was already obsessed I with love that those. Moment. I yeah. love those. I love straight to the point. Don't, don't try to like find out, you know, the whatever you know they're always trying to like they ask you a billion questions before they just ask your custom prices like i love yeah. when they're just like custom prices i film it and then they ask me questions then i'm like okay yes because cool. like let's get the business out of the way then let's relax you know yeah like <laughs> that that's honestly what caught my attention first is i was like oh my god what a respectful king yeah so i'm just saying you knew what he wanted too he was like i want a custom how much does it cost yeah <laughs> like Okay, I had a question for you. Are we done with my fiance now? Do we think we got all the questions? Like, out for I now? feel like we've we've covered him pretty well. I think so too. Um, anyway, so I wanted to know, without name dropping again, do you? Okay, I don't know how to word this because I know you probably have multiple favorite fans. I have a number okay. one for sure. Okay, okay. Well, then, without name dropping, or if you want to, tell me some of the things that make your favorite fan your favorite fan. Okay, so my favorite fan, he is such a king. I could just smooch him on his forehead. Um, he's the sweetest. He's so respectful. He, I, I would say that I have really weird boundaries when it comes to my OnlyFans and my sites and what questions someone is able to ask. And I understand that. So that's why I am like, I am very forgiving when someone asks me like a question out of the woodwork. Then I'd be like, hey, that's outside of my boundaries. And then you know, and people that mm-hmm. have been subscribed for so long, they get it. They know. Mm-hmm. They figured it yeah. out after the four years of me doing this. They they know yeah. my limits. So, what? I just realized today is my five year anniversary. Oh my god! Congrats. I don't have anything, but like it's our four year, your five year, my your five year, my four year, because I'm stealing your date because I don't know. Yes. Congrats, Oh my goodness, you need to post right now. I know. I totally spaced it. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. I just was like, no, oh you're God. fine. You're fine. I just remembered <laughs> as you as you went, oh, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Crazy. Five years oh ago. Holy shit. That's insane. So congrats. Um, thank you. You too. Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll change my date. I'll be like the first and you can be the eighth or something. Ooh, I'll okay. be 11-11. So then I can remember oh, that. Oh, I love it. So. Yeah, because I need I need someone to remember by. So yeah, yeah, I you gotta celebrate that. I okay. won't steal your thunder. Um, <laughs> this is your moment, not mine. Okay, okay. Anyways, so yeah, I have really weird boundaries. Like I don't know, and then also my mood fluctuates too. So mm-hmm. like, it's it's confusing, and I understand that, and that's why I'm very forgiving about people that ask like random like out of the woodwork questions. Um, mm-hmm. but he's always just got it. He's always just like understood if like I'm in the mood or not. It's like he reads my mind Aww. and like knows if I'm with it. And he's also <sighs> a tickle boy. 
He knows who he is. He's a tickle boy, and I I love tickle boys because my partner's a a tickle tickle gal. So I'm like, there's that extra layer too. And I feel like I don't know what it is about tickle fans, but they're always the most respectful. (gasps) Literally, always. Okay, actually, my fiance had a really good point because I feel like I've said that before. And he said it's because tickle boys are more used to having to buy content. It's very hard to find tickle content just for free on the internet. So they're very used to being respectful to someone to, you know, buying a custom, whatever it might be. Um, And I think that is the case because they are always the number, like the most freaking respectful fans ever. They are. They're the sweetest. And I think what really solidified that he was my favorite fan is that he's had conversations with my partner without knowing that they were my partner. And my partner, like after they had those conversations, came to me and was like, I really like that guy. And I was like, I really like him too. I'm glad we can bond over like our mutual, like, fondness of this fan and yeah he was nothing but like kind and respectful to my partner as well and that was really amazing and he has a lot of the similar interests too like we watch the same shows and if anything he's more excited to talk about the shows than i am and i don't i don't think he knows he's my favorite fan but he knows after this i was just gonna ask this is the grand reveal Oh my god! I was literally just gonna ask if you think he knows he's the if like he knows he's the favorite because I feel like I, don't, I always assume the favorites know. I, I always assume like my top faves know for sure. Um, my other favorite has kind of like he's he's kind of going through stuff mentally right now, oh, so he's no. taken a little break. Um, so sure. he's not really like you know he's he's not like on top right now of everything. So he's not like I don't know how to explain it. Like my list yeah. of like faves, like he's kind of you know taking a yeah. taking a sidestep but i hope he's doing okay um because yeah. real life yeah real life happens um but he he i he definitely knows he's a favorite um so yeah i feel like only one of them knows that they're my favorite because i oh. well, now that i'm thinking about it there's like a whole laundry list of people that are coming up um I only have like three off the top of my head that are like my number one favorite <laughs> three that are my number one favorite <laughs> yeah. um I cannot think of a laundry list. I mean, I obviously adore everyone, but like there is definitely a level of connection that seems to happen over time, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what I did was looked at, because like on OnlyFans statistics, you can see who's been subscribed the longest. And I looked at (gasps) all the names and I was like, oh my goodness, like all of you guys are seriously the best. Oh my God. And like, yeah. So those are my top boys. I need to do that. Seriously, there's like last time I checked, there was like 20 people that have been subscribed for like almost <gasps> four years, and that's amazing. Like, yeah, I was like, wow, you guys have seen the journey. Like, you guys have been in the trenches with me. Um, thanks oh. for sticking around. Uh, but yeah, I went through and I messaged all of them like individually, and I was just like, I just realized you've been subscribed for so long, and like, I just oh. want to say that I really like appreciate you. So like, I feel like what makes a favorite fan for me is the respectfulness, the understanding yes. my mind damn near because I know my boundaries <laughs> are weird. Um, and just like also getting my humor because mm-hmm. I feel like oh. a lot of new fans that subscribe, they don't get it and they think I'm weird. And like, that's fine. You can think I'm weird because I am. Uh, but that like get my humor, under underlining humor, those mm-hmm. always stick out to me too. I'm like, oh, you think I'm funny? Like if they want to joke with me through messages, I'm like, you're cool. We can, oh, we can hang. That is the 
best. And I feel like it's Mm -hmm. pretty rare when you're going through DMs for someone to want to be joking with you. It's just like, it really does stick out. Okay. No, seriously. I know I'm weird for this, but I don't ever, I force every single one of my fans to have a conversation with me. I mean, I think that's genius. What do you mean? Why? That's not weird at all. Like literally it's like, they subscribe and I'm holding them at gunpoint to talk to me and tell me about their life. I'm like, so where do you work? Um, I know. How oh many pets do you have? Send me pictures of your animals. Like, I want to know every detail about you because I'm like, what's your walk of life? Where did you come from? Yes. I and feel like. I love oh, it. No, you're fine. I love it too. I feel like there was a recently I asked like a fan that I absolutely adore because, you know, they're always asking us questions. And so I, again, I want to know their walk of life. And when I asked him a very personal question, it wasn't very personal, but I asked him a personal question and it, he did not like it. Like he immediately like shut the door. It was like, this is about you. And I do understand, you know, people are private with, I mean, it's porn. I get it. Like they don't want, Mm -hmm. but I honestly just wanted to learn about you. (laughs) He's like, I'm literally just here to meet, to learn more about you and see your feet, but okay. (laughs) <laughs> but we but like I think both of us are similar in that way. Like we also like I don't know, we wanna like learn about them too. Of I guess like also kind of selfish because I'm like, so why do you like me? I wanna know what about you makes you like me. <laughs> yes. And like yeah. It's like a twofold sure. situation. For sure. But that always yeah. Like oh. I feel like I kind of screwed myself now because then I have like a billion in-depth conversations I'm going through every day and it takes me like two hours to respond to all my DMs because I'm like, I'm like having to remember what deep conversation we're on. <laughs> that is amazing though. Like seriously, that, that is amazing. Especially like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that, but like you said, it can scare people off or they just immediately shut down. So I feel like it's kind of a double-edged sword in that way where I'm like, yeah. I want to know more about you and like have like a genuine connection. Um, but also some people don't want to open up. I think I think the people who I ask questions to just think I'm doing like I'm being fake about it. And so they've mm-hmm. never actually answered the question. I'm like, no, no, no. I really wanted to see your dog. I really wanted to see your new tattoo. Like, I'm not just saying that. I really wanted to see that stuff. And they're just like, then they no, I let's talk about you more. And I'm like, I talk about me enough. Like I, I wanted, yeah, I want to learn about them too. I totally agree. I- I have one guy that he disappears every now and then and he comes back with a new username and the way he reminds me that he's the same guy is he'll send me a picture of his shark tattoo. Oh my gosh. And like I my favorite animal, my favorite animal is sharks. And every time he sends me a picture of it, I'm like, oh my God, shark tattoo is back. Like that's his nickname. Like he just knows because I think I made a custom, gosh, it was a dick rating and he was holding <laughs> Is holding it with the shark tattoo hand, and I made oh. a comment about about it when I was filming the video, and I was like, "I really like your shark tattoo." Anyways, so yeah, I rated it, and then ever since then, he's just sends me a picture of his hand, and it's like, "Hey, it's me again." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, shark tattoo guy!" So yeah, so wholesome. I want to know why he changes his username every time, though. Like, I'm really curious why people do that. Well, I think. A lot of people will like delete their OnlyFans profile and then they'll make a new one. And I have a feeling it's um it's to do with like maybe a partner or maybe maybe oh, they're yeah. getting clean off their their OnlyFans. Addiction. They want to start fresh. Well, that plus oh. um I, a lot of times like I've had people message me and be like, "How do I get these fucking models to stop messaging me?" <gasps> and because they'll have oh yeah no, the ro- not the robot but like what is it? it is it a message there? No, they'll have like. 
Well, I know some models will message their sub- expired fans, and oh, okay, these yeah, people yeah. Will I get, message me. I get those. I get <laughs> the yeah, me too. And I get those from I get the bots too. Um, but they'll be I'm like, like how do I get this? Yeah, I'm like, hello. I'm not gonna subscribe. Um, but <laughs> sorry, support the hustle from afar. Um, but yeah, they'll be like, I subscribed to this girl once, and like now I she won't leave me alone. And then oh, that's I think that's another reason why. That makes so much sense. Okay, that would be super annoying because seriously, I get I get those like expired messages, and I'm like, okay, you just like fully turned me off of you forever because now you're stressing me out in my DMs. Yeah, why are you bothering um, me? <laughs> I feel like maybe we're being mean, but like, I hope we don't get canceled for this. I'm just saying I personally can understand why someone would delete their OnlyFans if they want to like run away from all those messages. Like it's, it's yeah, overwhelming. It be overwhelming for sure. And like, especially too much. Like I only came here to talk to the three models I'm subscribed to, not see like yeah. messages from bots or people that's, I subscribe to. That's what to I was going to say. I was going to say that like, they're probably excited when they see that they get messages thinking it's from like you or whoever and then it's like mm-hmm. all these other models you know so that it would probably yeah. be like a bummer yeah because i think you can also set it up to have like you get emails every time someone messages you so imagine mm-hmm. getting like you have one new message and you're like yeah oh it's god. from whoever and then you see and it's like a bot and you're like oh my god oh my god yeah that would be <laughs> annoying okay well i totally now i valid i i totally understand why people do yeah. that because i never got that i'm like why do you keep running away i mean i really respect the hustle and if you're smart enough to set up a bot to do it for you i mean like all the power to you but i also get on the flip side like please leave me alone like just here to see yeah. feet. okay let's be real it literally took us two hours to figure out how to record this podcast we could not figure out how to use bots and shit but i do respect the hustle too <laughs> yeah, seriously i think we both had a mental breakdown i had a mental breakdown first and then when i was recovering then you proceeded to have a mental breakdown how were you so calm i literally was like you were so calm and your calmness kept me calm. So thank you. I, that's my superpower too, is I just remain calm at all times. I don't know. I'm, it was I amazing. Know. I don't know because how I Because I kept it. looking at your face because we, our mics weren't working and like, I was like, oh, she's calm. Okay. Then I'm in it. Cause I, I felt like <laughs> bad that it was my issue or whatever, actually. Yeah. Well, okay. I think it was your issue at first and then my mic <laughs> turned off by itself. I didn't want to tell you that, but. My mic turned I off know. and I couldn't hear you for like 20 minutes. I was the I cause mean, of mental this... breakdown. Yeah. But we're in this together, dude. Like it's probably not going to always be easy to get the podcast set up, but like I'm I'm just happy to be here, man. Yeah. I'm just happy that anyone's listening. <laughs> it's just me and Victor, my Can dog. We, I was going to say, <laughs> is anyone listening? Uh, oh, that's what I wanted to say. I feel like, are we done with fan? I feel like we're done. Like, is there any other fan thoughts we want to talk about? Uh, let me let me look. Let me take a little okay. gander at the the note that we have. Um, oh, okay. I guess let's touch on DMs. So, how do you have DMs oh, open on? Of course, on your social medias. So, what do you have it open on? Oh, oh no! It so they're they're open on everything, but I don't check them anywhere but OnlyFans. I don't know how okay. to close them anywhere else. That's the honest truth. I'm down. I have, I have them closed everywhere besides Reddit because I don't understand how to turn it off on Reddit. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. I can't handle all that. Like, there's too many notifications. I don't. I just don't look at them. So, I'm not handling it. Oh, I'm, I always get curious. So, I always look and I'm like, what are you saying to me? Okay. So yeah, sometimes I, sometimes I definitely am guilty of looking. But mostly, I'm just like, you know, OnlyFans is where the people – 
obviously deserve all my attention to go all the dm attention so like i don't feel bad about it. i'm like you guys know like you want to reach me you know where to go people get i used to get people not anymore but i used to get people that get really mad that i didn't see their dm on instagram and i'm like bro i literally can't see any dms at all like it's only yeah. if i follow you back can you dm me yeah. at all come on i mean none of us are i yeah I don't think anyone should have the expectation again because it's yeah, you know, it's a lot of people messaging. Also, Just like, I don't have enough time in the day to like yeah to like go through every. I can't I can't have a cold, full conversation with you. I'm sorry. No, I don't I even like respond to my own mom like most of the time. Like, of course, I'm not checking my messages. Seriously, like I I have four <laughs> notifications right now that I will be ignoring for the rest of the day. How many, how many do I have? Oh, where does it? Okay. Well, you see, you see my, my messages are usually pretty chaotic too. Yeah, they are chaotic. Um, it's pretty bad. It's okay. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. So I want to know, have you ever been recognized in person by a fan? I have been recognized at Disneyland and Six Flags. So I feel like theme parks are kind of a, I think everyone should be aware that theme parks, you have a, a huge, huge probability of someone seeing you. But mm -hmm. they only told me after like the day ended, which I did appreciate at the time because I was with a bunch of people who I wouldn't have been okay with. Like, you know, I don't know, a fan coming up to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I haven't ever had someone like come up, look me in the eye and be like, Cosmic, like that would be a whole other experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What about you? So I haven't ever been approached, but I have had two like interactions uh, where someone messaged me after the fact. So the first one, I think I've told you before, I think I've said it like on an OnlyFans live, I told the story. But the first time ever was, oh, I would like to say that I joined the community because of a a, a boy with a foot fetish. So like he was first fan ever. So I guess like oh. that. Kind of. But so the first time I was ever recognized, I was in Hawaii um, on like a little vacation visiting my friend and I was single at the time. So I had Tinder and I was like, you know, swiping away on Tinder in Hawaii. <laughs> and I had a someone message me on my OnlyFans being like, hey, are you on Tinder? And I was like, I don't remember if they asked me if I was Tinder, but they were like, hey, are you in Hawaii right now? and something like that and i was like oh my why and they were like i saw a dakota on tinder um and i thought it was you and i fully <gasps> gaslit them and i was like no that's not me it was me stealing my pictures <laughs> oh my god what if he's listening that's fine that's fine. i'm not in hawaii now we're good um and like i <laughs> used dakota on all like back when i was on dating apps i used dakota anyways because oh. i yeah so i didn't care um so yeah that was me oh, and i gosh. gaslit you and told you it wasn't me but it was me um but i i think i deleted tinder after that i was like oh my god it's so scary um and then the other time gosh i'm honestly almost scared to like talk about it but um so this other time was pretty recent actually i my i had a best friend that was in the community um and she was visiting me from out of town so we were together and she's no longer in the community um oh my god but she was visiting me and we went to a restaurant and um they didn't recognize us i guess they recognized us there and they like tweeted me 
on what? Twitter and were like, hey, were you just at blank restaurant? What? Um, and I was like, what do you expect me to do? Like respond to that and be like, yeah, I was. Um, but yeah, that oh really scared God. me because I saw it in the morning and <gasps> I was like, what, how do I like remove myself? So were they just, were they just watching you guys? Yeah, it made me really scared because I also, I got food poisoning while I was at that restaurant. So like I oh literally, my gosh. I was with, you know, people too that I didn't want people to come up to me with, you know, like with her and she's now out of the community exactly. too. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, we like left the restaurant, like it was a packed restaurant, like crazy busy. And we ended okay. up leaving because I got food poisoning and I was like, we need to go home now. Oh my God. But, um, yeah, they were at that restaurant. They tweeted me after, but like, what did you expect me to do? Like, respond and be like, "Yeah, that was me." Like, come murder me. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, but I yeah, think I wasn't necessarily scared that I got recognized. I was more scared that she got recognized and that like mm-hmm. they would know who she was because she's since now removed she's herself from the community and like doesn't want really yeah. anything to do with it. So mm-hmm. that was um, scary because like. I was like, oh no, like her. I was more worried about her safety. I guess I just don't care about my own. Love that for me. That's um, that's sweet. I think really quick, I would like to mm-hmm. kind of touch on that um, mm-hmm. because I get so many questions about uh, Korean West Thorn uh, because we were so mm-hmm. um, close in the community and like we used to live super close to each other. And oh. people would be like, where they always ask me now, like where she is. So I think this is the only time I'll, I'll ever talk about her again but uh, basically there was Queen Rosethorn we were best friends we met through the community um, and we used to make a lot of content together but she has since quit she is not coming back Um, Mm -hmm. but she is doing fine and I still talk to her all the time she's still definitely one of my best friends and yeah she just doesn't want anything to do with the community anymore and that's as much as she'd like to, to share so yeah, yeah, for the last time, that's the last oh. I'll be answering about her. Because, you know, when you work with someone, oh yeah, you'll forever get questions about them. And oh, yeah. so, yeah, it's that's tough, especially now that tough. I've had two friends that I've been attached to in the community leave. So now I'm forever, like, getting asked about them. I'm like, I don't but know But it's not – yeah, I mean, I feel like most often – that is how it goes. Like that would be really hard to have to, you know, always be answering the same thing over and over again when really she just doesn't want any attention. She doesn't want to even talk about it like anymore, um, which is totally her right. But then of course it's going to, you're going to I'm forever, yeah, forever going to be asked about her, but like, she's just, it's a new chapter for her and she's ready to leave this behind. And that's really it. Like nothing bad happened. She just wants to move on. And it's kind of hard because like even yesterday I got, a message about her being like where did oh she go gosh. and i'm like i don't know like i'm not oh. her like gatekeeper you know like i don't yeah she's like take like you know um what's it called like critical thinking skills and just apply those mm-hmm. and realize like she's yeah. gone and she said her hurrah and she's happy and she's doing well and that's all that matters yeah yeah 100 percent. i know that again just circling back to fans, I completely understand fans getting attached to us, but there's a lot of girls who have left the community who are totally moving on, as you said, to a different chapter in um, their life. And we wish them like all of the best. And the models who are still here, just 
you know, embrace that they're still here, you know, like support them. Don't like bog mm-hmm. them down, I would say with like, well, where's this person? It's like, we don't know. Like they're living their life, you know? Yeah. And like, I do know, but it's none of your business because she's gone. Exactly. <laughs> it's not, it's, for, for all intents and purposes, you don't know because you should, they shouldn't even be asking because it's not yeah. their business anymore. She's yeah. out of the public eye. You know, she yeah. doesn't want to be perceived anymore, which like, oh, valid. Like, I, I get it. <laughs> I get it. But yeah, she's doing great yeah. and I adore Aww. her and yeah, there's nothing more else to say about it. So I'm glad that you used this moment to, yeah, just, you know, kind of, I don't know. I feel like it it was, it was needed because I have asked her, I was like, would you like, because I meant to like self promo, I don't even do it anymore. But like every time that I streamed on Twitch, people would be like, where is she? So I was like, would you like to do that? And she wasn't even interested in that. So, you know, I got to respect her and, you know, Whatever she wants. So, yeah. yeah this will be my good final friends time. do. Hard limit. No more talking. Okay. You heard <laughs> it here first, folks. Well, I feel like we really hit every single point that I can possibly think of for our fan, you know, service um, episode. Yeah. I feel like we covered a lot. And I feel like there'll still be so much more that we um, – We'll answer in the future, but I feel like this was an excellent second podcast ever. Me too. And if anyone who's listening wants to be featured on the podcast, if they have a story that they think is worth sharing, they want our advice on, or they just want to ask us questions to answer, please uh, send us an email at thecouchcritics with two S's at gmail.com and maybe we will, yeah, talk about whatever you're saying. Yeah, we'll answer your questions or give you advice. Yeah. Or if there's a topic you want us to dive into, I'd love to hear that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We we have a list, but we're always going to need more. So I'm always. really excited to see where this podcast takes us. And thank you all for listening. Like, I'm just happy to be here. Happy I'm just that happy people, to be here. I'm just happy people want to like hear me, hear me talk. Literally. Like this is our dream in life. <laughs> so you guys are making it. Thank you so much for just listening to us talk. Like, I know. It's so nice. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And I love you, Dakota. And yeah, I hope you have a good rest of your day. Thank you so much. You as well. I love you too. (laughs) I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.